my life of being loud. Can you imagine that? Amen. Huh? Can you imagine that? I mean, amen. I mean, I tell you, but now guess what? I've got something to be loud about. His name is Jesus. How many people in here are forgiven? Woo! I don't know. Wait a minute. How many people in here are forgiven? Do you know that? I'm going to tell you what, if you're just tuning in, let me tell you, I pray that you guys are encouraged with this message. Um, I got one word for you. It's called grace. I don't even know if you could put grace in just one word category. We're going to unpack that today. I'm going to give you six things. There's many more that grace does for us when we have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. How many know when Jesus said it was finished? He won't kidding. It is finished. And so we're going to jump in. I, I think about a lot of different things when I, when I finally shut my mouth and open my ears. And believe it or not, I do that occasionally. Amen. Boy, you're going to be a tough crowd today. I thought somebody would at least laugh. See, at least giggle. But I'm going to tell you what, something about time. Time is a gift. It is a gift. And let me tell you what, God is so gracious to give us that gift. And, and I've learned something over time. See, see if you guys understand this here and see if you think anything about this. It's not how much time you have, it's how effective you are with what time that God has given you. There's been a many people in history that have had short lives that have been major impacts. Martin Luther King, Kennedy, anybody else? I just popped in my mind. Maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's somebody you knew, maybe different things like that. So you don't have to live long to be effective. Which is nice. Who's the oldest guy in the Bible? I believe it was who? Methuselah? You know what the Bible says about him? He was like over 900 years old and he died. That was a short story, even though he lived long. But I know a guy that was walked this earth for 33 and a half years and we're still talking about him. And what's his name? Jesus. That's who we're going to lift up today. That's who we're going to be uh, encouraging one another with today. But I want to kind of just roll in here and just, and, and just tell you, I know that sometimes we have some dark days. Anybody ever have some dark days in here? Yes, we all do. We all do. And, and I want you to know that God doesn't leave us. I said, you know, on our darkest day, the Lord is still shining his love, mercy, and grace on us. I thought y'all heard that, didn't you? I said, on our darkest days, God is still shining his love, his grace, and his mercy on us. That doesn't mean it always looks like we want. It always, you always get the reports you want. You always get the promotion you want. You always get the girl you want, right? That's a good place to say ha, 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 right? <laughs> but things are not always the way that we think they are. But I'm going to tell you what, when you know whose you are and what he's done for you, it's going to be okay. I don't always like all the news that I get. Do you guys? I don't like all the reports that I get, whether it's doctor, credit, whatever I mean, you know, whatever the thing is, bills. But I'm going to tell you what I do like, what I do love. And here like this, Mickey said the other day, he said, brother, you know what? Preach it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Because I'm going to tell you what, from cover to cover, it's God's love story to each one of us. And there's some things in there that'll curl your hair. I don't understand when people ever think, well, I went to church, but it's boring. I don't know where you went to. I don't know. Did, did they have this as the centerpiece? Oh, you like a little romance? I think you can find some of that. Got a little shoot them up, crack them up, but they might not have been shooting, they've been shooting bows and arrows. Oh, we got that. Got a little love story. Yeah, it's all in here. Got redemption, got grace, got mercy, got all that. Why would you keep this shut? I've had an opportunity to, to meet some folks that I normally won't. Y'all know we've got a lot of things going on on the home front, so I've been spending a lot of time at the hospital and stuff like that. Guess what? They still want to hear about Jesus. I don't care if you're the nurse. I don't care if you're the doctor. I don't care if you're in the, uh, uh, in the food line. I don't care if you're at the, at the uh, Home Depot or whatever. There's always a time, there's always a place to share God's grace. You know why? Because God's grace changes everything. It started out from the very beginning, and it's still moving forward. So I, I, I tell you, have you ever felt like quitting sometimes? I just want, I don't want to play no more. I'm not talking about necessarily checking out, but there's some places we've been in our lives. Different people have had some very dark times. I don't, I don't deny that. But today, I believe that God's going to turn on the spiritual nightlight. 
of grace and let you see who you are and whose you are. And that is the whole thing today. I've got so much I want to unpack here today. I I, I pray that you guys are encouraged. But, you know, a lot of times through those those tears, God can turn them into tears of joy. He can change things in an instant. He can move in our life. And maybe we don't see it this side of heaven, but I'm going to tell you what, we've got the promises of God. And I tell you what, it's something about when we just know the presence of God is with us. The other day, I spent some time at the hospital. I come down, and I'm tired. Anybody get tired? How many know when you're at the hospital, it just gets, you can be tired. If you're not even the one that's sick, you can be tired. And they've got this thing I call the torture treatment. Some people call it a recliner. You're in that thing hanging out, you're spending the night. And then you come down, and you go to get something to eat, and there ain't hardly anybody in there. And I come down to get a little something, and I said, all right. And I see this guy beside me. He goes, how you doing? I go, good, man. He said, God bless you. I said, God bless you. And we start sharing Jesus. And the cook's, the cook's almost getting saved while we're just talking about Jesus. Oh, that's mine. And I sat down. I said, I said, anybody eat with you? He said, I hope you are. We had the best time. I told him what I've been studying on. He said, I'm studying on that too. Matter of fact, he's a pastor. I'm a pastor. And guess what? We're all in this thing, and we're just talking about Jesus, man. And all of a sudden, I forget why I'm at the hospital. Because God's grace is pouring out, and he's amazing. In other words, you might think you're by yourself. You ain't by yourself. This guy had a smile from ear to ear. I said, what's going on, buddy? He said, uh, my wife's having problems with a kidney. Uh, she's in ICU, and uh, they've got her in, in a coma. Just trying to, trying to get things right. He said, but let me tell you what. He said, God is so good. God is working all this together. He said, man, let me tell you. This guy was just witnessing, witnessing. Because you know what? That could have been a pretty dark spot for somebody. He wasn't rubbing his eyes. He wasn't doing his hands. He was lifting his hands, and he was speaking the truth of God's word. Because you know what? He walked with the Lord a little bit. He had seen what God has done. He knows he's plugged in. He knows his wife is is in the hands of God. Sometimes, friends, regardless whether it's sickness, whether it's it's relationship, whether it's financial, sometimes you've got to step back and realize that you are in the hands of God. There is no better place to be. Did I say it's always comfortable? It's not always comfortable, but it's always the best place to be. So with that being said, I want to I kind of jump in this a little bit and share our, our message from the, the verse from where we start out. And Jesus said, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Man, we just read that. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about what he's freed us from and what he set us in. Y'all ready for that? Are y'all ready? I got to have somebody. Can I get an amen over here? Amen. All right. How about over here? Amen. How about in the cheap seats over there? That's right. That's right. I'm just kidding. There ain't a bad seat in the building, is it? Because I'm going to tell you what, we're in the house of God. We are able to just lift our voices. And guess what? Don't just lift them here. Lift them when you're out on the road. Lift them, lift them everywhere you go to praise the Lord. So everybody doing good? I'm going to give you six pieces of the puzzle today. There's many more, but write these down. Put them in your heart. And so when those difficult times do come, you remember whose you are. Amen? Let's take a look at this. First couple of things we're going to look at. Grace frees you and gives you forgiveness. How many people like forgiveness? How many people fast to give forgiveness? I got one. Did I get anybody over here? All right, save me a seat over there. I need to be in the forgiveness section. I need to be in the forgiveness section. I know y'all are. But sometimes it, you're just being honest. Sometimes we're just being honest. Sometimes it's easier to forgive stuff uh, than others. But you know what I found? You know what makes it easier? Relying on the Lord. See, God will give you the power to forgive. Have you ever thought about how much you've been forgiven? Oh, that'll help you. That'll help you right there. So let's just jump on in here and just share a few things, all right? First thing I want you to see, grace, God grace, it frees you to live a life for God. I wrote this other day. I hope you guys like it. God's love doesn't stop with our shortcomings. It's unconditional. It frees us to be who God created us to be and to live for him. I want you to start living life, man. When I first started out, I talked about not so much necessarily how long you live, but how effective you are in the life that God gives you. God didn't go, oh, I didn't expect you here today. He knows when you're coming, right? He's working it all together. It's not fooling him. 
He knows when you're here. And that's why I push like I do and do what I do. I'm not saying it many times. My kids say, Dad, you need to slow down. Why? Why? Just say there might be one more person that if we can reach, they don't have to spend eternity for hell. I'm willing to stay up a little longer for that. I'm willing to talk a little bit louder for that. I'm willing to share the message a little bit more for that. How about you? Because eternity is a long, long time. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to be with Jesus. How about y'all? Not because of anything else other than his grace. Because his grace has freed me from my sin and set me in the family. I want to live for him. Guess what? Some days it don't look too much like Jesus. But I'm working it and I get back up the next day. Oh, did I happen to tell you that we're forgiven? Did we say we're forgiven in there? Let's look at this. It frees you from the bondage and the penalty of sin. Man, you know what sin does? Shackles you. It kills you. It doesn't make you better. It makes you bitter. And if you hold on to that, you just get more bitter, better. Is that possible? Bitter, better? Better, bitter, better, better. <laughs> Try to write that down. But we turn around and we just hold on to stuff. God's not holding on to that. He said, you're forgiven. Let me tell you something. When you're walking in the bondage and the penalty of sin, we know that's it. But he sets you free when you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. Jesus came. We have sinned against God's holy law. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so we couldn't do anything to save ourselves. So God himself, right, Jesus comes and lives a life without sin to be the perfect sacrifice, to lay down his life, somebody, lay down his life, pour out his blood for who? Yeah, I thought you were going to say me. Make it personal. Say me. me. That's right. You've got to make it personal. This is a personal message. You know, all those messages, people say, well, don't take it personal. Take it personal. Because if you don't take this personal, it's not for you. You've got to receive it. You've got to grab hold of it and bring it into your life. And that's what I did a long time ago. And I'm grateful for that. I know you have too. But there might be somebody that don't know him today. I wrote this down. I said, don't waste your life in the doubting mode. I don't know. Your body doesn't lie. I say that all the time. Well, what do you think about it? Well, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Carrying all that guilt on in. Forgot about all the forgiveness and all that. Man, when I wake up, most of the time, I'm in a good mood. Because you know what I think? I said, man, I'm forgiven from yesterday, and it's too early for me. I haven't even messed up nothing yet. God's already there. It's still early. I'm saying, whoa, man, let's roll. Let's get with it. Keep on moving. Because I know as time goes by, you know, you, you get slower, you get older, you get tired sometimes. But you know what? I believe that this is what I believe. I believe the best years of our ministry is ahead of us. I really believe. And God has done some amazing things already. But I believe the best years of our ministry is ahead of us. You know why? Because Jesus is coming back. We got to get in the groove, baby. We got to roll. That's the way at work. It's like, hey, man, we got to run this tunnel. We got to go. Baby, we got the rope. They're doing this. Woo, 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 woo. We got to get with it. You know what? If you knew he was coming back today, I bet you'd live a little different, wouldn't you? You'd have an urgency, wouldn't you? Anybody know if he's coming back today? I don't either. Might as well live that way. With an urgency. Don't live in the bond. Just looking in the rearview mirror. Let's keep on going. Look at this. Mm -mm -mm. It frees you from the emotional tangle of sin's entrapment. The wood of shoulda, coulda mode. Oh, man, we'll leave right there. We, we'll stay right there. You know, it's, it's crazy. See, the devil loves to beat you up. And you know he likes to get to help him? You. He'll get you to do the dirty work. Well, but I can't believe you said that. But I can't believe you did that. Oh, I can't. All these things. You know where the battlefield is, right? Right here in the mind. He'll start whispering, you ain't good enough. You ain't smart enough. Nobody wants to hear that. You might as well just be quiet. What happens if you say something and you pray for somebody they don't get healed? <laughs> I'd keep praying. <laughs> How about that? I'll pray some more. Because I'm going to trust God. Just like we do here. We're going to trust God over and over. But we get so many. Does anybody know anybody? Don't raise your hand. Just something. Do you know somebody that has just been emotional tangled in all sins and trapment? They're trying to get out. But they're trying to get out on their own. Newsflash, can't make it. You can't get out on your own. If you could get out on your own, Jesus wouldn't have to come and die on the cross and raise on the third day. So, that, so we got that settled right. That's why he came. 
because he loves you. Grace, grace, and more grace. Grace frees you. But so many times we want to come back under the law. Man, we are under grace. Look at this. I'm going to roll right on through. Here we go. It forgives you of your past, present, and future sins. Woo, I'm glad I'm going to go live like I don't know what. No, that ain't what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. God's freed us to live for him. Just a question. How's your giving to the kingdom? How's your serving for the kingdom? How's your testimony for the kingdom? How's your forgiveness for the kingdom? Just a little check. Just a little check out. I bet you, if we were standing before the Lord right here, and he gave a review of our life, we'd say, ooh, I could have done better here. I could have done better there. I could have done better there. Let me do it this way. I could have done better here. I could have done better here and everything. Now, that I got your attention. I am not talking about working your way to heaven. I'm talking about we have been saved through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We have been saved by grace through faith, not out of ourselves, but it's a gift to God. What are you doing with that gift? Are you sharing the word? Are you ready? Are you ready to share that word? Well, I'm not a preacher. Okay. Really? Well, maybe you just might pray for somebody. Maybe you might encourage somebody. Maybe you might invite somebody to to church. Maybe you might hit the share button and somebody on your friends through Facebook might need to hear this message. Might need to be, it it might be two years from now. It might be four years from now. It might be today. But I'm going to tell you, what would keep you from clicking the button? It's funny. I got people say, oh, I watch you all the time. I watch you all the time. Well, good. Click the button. Share it so everybody else can watch. And it ain't about watching, buddy. It's about hearing the word. And Lord, help me to bring your word forward. Let's keep on going. Got a little bit of word on it here. Ephesians 1.7. In him we have what? Redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Man. Do we really get a hold of grace? You, you guys, you guys are gonna be you're gonna be eating going grace. You're gonna be sleeping going grace. You guys are gonna be snoring grace. Because I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna drive this home because I tell you, this is what he's purchased for you. Don't leave it on the shelf, don't leave it on the table. Walk in it, and then you know what? Share it with somebody. How about sharing God's grace with somebody every now and then? Share that with somebody. I love how God is so faithful. We've got his word on it. I don't know about you, but when I hear the word redemption, that's powerful. I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. I have been set in the family. If you're a child of God, when I say I, I'm talking you. I'm talking us. I'm talking we. I'm talking all those that call upon the name of the Lord. This is who we are. And we walk around with the shovel lip and go, well, no, I got to go to church today. Right? Man, give me some room. I'm ready to roll. Let's go. Well, and I tell you, I encourage you, if this is not a place for you, find a place that God's preaching the word. And you when we were looking for a church home, we'd visit here, and a lot of people doing a lot of different things. But you kind of, you want to be where God's called you to be. We want you to be where God's called you to be. Well, I'm just, a, I'm an online church member. Okay, that's good. But we'd rather see your face so we can pray for you. We can pray for you anyway, but I like to see you. I like to, I like to hear what God's doing in your life. How about that? I'm going to promise you this. It has never, ever been in my life or our ministry about filling up seats. It's about filling up hearts with the love of Christ and the grace of God. And that ain't changing. So don't ever get wrapped around numbers. Get wrapped around the grace and the love that God has for you. Let's keep on moving. Everybody doing good? Anybody been redeemed in here? Let me hear you. Woo, Psalm 103, 12. He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. How far is that? It's a little past Phoebus. It's gone. It's out there. North and south's got a pole. They meet. East and west go round and round. It ain't touching. Removed, removed, removed. Why do you want to bring it up? Ever been in an argument with somebody and they bring up something for 364 and a half days ago? You go, how did we get there? Let it go, let it go. Don't need to hold on to it. People would drag that stuff over, but I think that's so amazing. There's no boundary for God to reach down with his grace and forgive us. 
That does not mean that we agree with the offense when somebody's wounded us and hurt us. It means that we refuse to be shackled to that past incident, that past failure, that past deal. That's going to help somebody today. Don't let them continue to, to chain you to the past when God says, I got a new song for you. I got something new for you. I got, you know what? You still got some more sand in the hourglass. I want to use you. And just maybe God might use that thing that happened in your life, in my life, to help somebody else. It's amazing. The very platform that you think that God would never use in your life might be the very platform that he uses for you to reach somebody. Because you've been through it. And you can point to Christ and say, look, look, look what he's done for me. Let's keep on rolling. Hebrews 8.12. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Is anybody encouraged about this? We're talking about the grace of God. We're talking about being redeemed. We're talking about being set free. We're talking about being forgiven. Man, evidently, I must have needed more forgiveness than other folks. Because this is exciting to me. When I started looking, I said, whoa, you mean this, that, and the other thing? Yeah, woo. Not only that, all the past. Anybody got a shady past? Yes, we do. Anybody, anybody need a little bit more light in what they're doing right now? Here's the light, okay? But let me just tell you, God sees the beginning from the end. He sees everything in your life. We laugh about that because you know why we know we're forgiven. That doesn't mean we trample other people. That, means, that doesn't mean we trample the blood of Christ. We embrace the cross and not only the cross, the empty tomb, the risen Savior. The total package. That's what he's done for us. We've been redeemed. Somebody say so. Oh, what did he say? And uh, look at this. For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. You know God is so perfect. He says if you know the right thing to do and you don't do it, it's sin. Say what? It's sin. He said if you know the right thing to do and you just don't do it, it's still sin. He is perfect. He is holy. He is loving. He is forgiveness. There is wrath of God. But guess what? Thank the Lord that we don't have to deal with the wrath of God because of the sacrifice of Christ. Anybody getting more excited with that? Let me tell you, it feels good to know about God's grace and being set free. I said, stop living in the field when the king has called you to the court. Bring it on in. Anybody like going to parties? Yes, I think we do. Boy, I bet you that's a big party y'all going to. Yeah. <laughs> Man, going to a party, right? Can you imagine? You ever had, this ever happened to you in school? Maybe Valentine's Day? Everybody gets all the suckers and you didn't get one from Sally Sue or, or you know, little Johnny or whatever the case is. You feel like you passed over. Right now, can you imagine? Say, oh, we got a big party. I want everybody to come. We're going to have steak. We're going to have this. We're going to have whatever you guys like, strudels or whatever. Is that a word? Strudel? <laughs> I was thinking of a toaster strudel. I used to love those things. Anyway, I'm a cheap date. Anyway, he's back. I'm going on through here. He's going on through here. Think about this. And then all of a sudden, you didn't get invited. Oh, that lip is down here like a forklift. I don't want to go no ways. I didn't want to do it anyway. Oh, yeah, but when they call, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I had yours right here. Well, I was thinking I was one, and I wanted to go ahead and go. Right? Let me tell you about something that's more than a party. Let me tell you about being in the presence of the Lord. See, you've been invited through his word. You've been invited to all eternity. You've been invited by the grace of God and the forgiveness of your sin. You've been invited to step in to that place. And not just to get to heaven, right, but to start living out heaven on earth through the spirit of God in your life. That's a big deal. Isn't it a big deal? Have y'all ever seen Jesus in somebody else? Yes. You ever seen him in a mirror? Yes. I hope so. Sometimes. Sometimes. True, true fact. Thanks, Miss Marie. She said sometimes. I got in here today and I was trying to fix this gray mullet. My kids call it a grullet. I was trying to fix that thing. And I got in there. Yeah, amen, brother. We'll lay hands on that head in a minute. <laughs> See what y'all missed by not coming. I got in that bathroom with that, that light, and I said, boy, you getting old. I said, boy, I'm telling you what, boy. They look like, I remember when Thomas was little, he crawled up on my face. He said, Dad, I said, what's up? He said, Dad, why you got a slot in your head? I said, a slot? He said, it's a slot right there. I said, it's a wrinkle. 
a slot. As I get older, there's more slots on my face. <laughs> there's more cottage cheese on my hips. But guess what? I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to keep on rolling, man. I'm going to keep on rolling because it's not about this body. I'm just passing through. Guess what? You are built for eternity inside. This thing right here, boy, she, she takes some beating. She does the dollars every lap. Oh, my goodness. Me. Yeah. I guarantee you everybody going to have their, their, uh, their blinds closed when they go home today, change the church clothes. We have a good time. The reason I bring up some of this stuff, not to be silly, is to, to, to let you know that all this stuff is temporary. This is temporary. What we're talking about is eternal things. So how do we take the eternal things and work them in our life now? When you have a bad hair day, when you can't wake up and your back hurts and all these different things. I'm not denying those things. Just keep pressing in. Keep looking up because this is temporary. And what God has got for you is far more better than this. You're going to have a new body. You're going to have a new home, right? You've got a new identity in Christ. Somebody say amen. You have been set in the family of God through the sacrifice of Christ so that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Somebody get excited besides me. Somebody. Yeah, let's keep on going. All right. Y'all ready? That's, that's like revival preaching right there. I need somebody on the keyboard. Let's do it. Man. Woo, see what happens? You can sit in a hospital room for so long, you got to get out, baby. I'm ready. Look at this. Grace blesses you, and it transforms you. Oh, now y'all done got me started. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to read a little bit. You know, Jesus could have just died on the cross and rode from the dead and prepared heaven and called it good. But he did so much more. Look at this. Instead, he lavished love and mercy for us. He gives us so much each day. Let's be honest. We don't deserve it. Why would you deserve that? Now, I was trying to think on the way here. I said, how can we really explain grace? This is going to be a real low shot, but I'm going to try to. So when you leave here and you open the door, you go out and your limo's ready. My limo's ready? Okay. Oh, they're going to go, where would you like to eat? And before you even know what you want to eat, they take you to this steak place and they do this, everything else. And they ride right by the house you used to live in. And they pull up to the palace. They say, oh, yes, good to have her. Yes. Miss Chapman will be in the game room. Yes. All that. And you say, how are we going to pay for this? Oh, it's already paid for, sir. Now, that would be, a, would I deserve that? No. Would you deserve that? Probably so. No, I'm teasing. No, you don't deserve that. I'm just trying to get our minds around that. We, we can kind of see it sometimes more stuff. God's given us so much more than a limo ride, than a nice pool table, than, than money in the bank. He gave us his life. What are you going to do with that? Now, I've, I've talked to people in here, and I know people that, 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 how many people are organ donors? I think that's a great thing. And I know there's stories amongst us that they've seen where, where loved ones have passed and, and other people have been a recipient of that and, and all that. Let me tell you what. How would you live if somebody gave you a new heart? Would you live different? Would you be grateful to that person? Would you be thankful if you had your sight restored because somebody wasn't thinking of themselves, they was thinking of you? Now let's pull it on down. God gave you a new heart. He gave me a new heart. He gave us new eyes to see things in his word. He gave us new opportunities that we don't have to live in the bondage, live in the shackles, that we can move forward. God blesses you because you know why? He also transforms you. Look at this. Every time I turn around, I start looking at this. I have some more stuff in here. And you know what I think is crazy? Does anybody complain in here? No. Now y'all. No. <laughs> we, we can complain sometimes. If you just listen, and I've got to touch on this. I thought when I was writing this other night, I said, you know what? Sometimes we complain more than the Israelites coming out. We do. Can you believe that? It's raining out there. They want me to get my car dirty? Come all the way to the church. You know that parking lot got a big old pothole in the back. I can't believe it. They want me to park around there? Almost took my eyeball out with the, with the, with the umbrella. My goodness. Complaining, complaining, complaining. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. Well, you know, oh, buddy going to talk long today. I hope buddy's hungry. He'll finish early. <laughs> I got some. I got a sandwich back here. No, I'm just <laughs> keep on preaching. But you know, all these things we start turning around. Can you believe? Well, you know what? I'll be right there. I'm watching today's special value. Anybody watch QVC? I guess I'm on my own now. <laughs> I was really hoping y'all say yes. 
That's our nightlight. See, some people have a nightlight. We got QVC just runs all night. And Denise can be sleeping like that. She'll hear her say, she'll be like, she got a code she can put in. <sighs> Roll back over. Mm, sleep it away. Sleep it away. That's good. Now, I've got to tell you something. I told Brian about this. I've I, I got to come clean. I pick at my family a lot. <laughs> That's just so I have a witness. Okay. But I, I called my wife the other day. I sent her a text. I said, hey, baby. I said, when you get off school, I said, why don't we go to Roadhouse? And I said, matter of fact, uh, I said, what do you think about going to a roadhouse with a big, strong man? And she wrote back, sounds good, who's coming? <laughs> so don't think I don't get it. I said, sometimes you just got to laugh. Me? Oh, okay. You got to have fun, man. She's funny. She says over there kind of quiet, but she, she can let it out, right? But you know what? With all that laughing and all those different things, God transforms us, man. God blesses us. And, and you know, we, a lot of times we can complain and, and get wrapped around the wheel. But I hope today that you see that there's so much more to praise about than complain about. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that we don't have some, some real life situations going on and some tough stuff. But, man, do yourself a favor. And the people around you, don't stay there. Don't allow God to continue to, to bless you and you're just looking down. Look up and see what God's got for you. Take a look at this. Great is his faithfulness. His mercy begins afresh each morning. I'm so thankful that we get a fresh start with God. What would happen in those relationships that you've had that kind of went bad over time if you gave them a free, a free sign? What did I do? No, I'm still talking about this one. I said great is his faithfulness. Boy, I'm going to tell you what, you guys miss it when you're not here. I'm telling you, I'm saying, he's going, I'm going, somebody out there, it is, it's all good, man. It, you know, I don't take, squirrel, I'm over here, man, squirrel. <laughs> I love you, brother. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> you know what, nobody's going to remember anything say, but that boy just needs some love today, and he just needs we have a good time. Oh, my goodness, I love it. God is faithful. And God is faithful in friends. God is faithful in laughing at yourself. God is faithful in all those things. His mercy begins each and every morning. You know, it's been crazy today. Everybody's been through different things today. You know, but you know what? You've got to be able to sit back and say, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. I don't ever want to live a life that's so rigid. You can't look left, you can't look right, you can't do this. How I many know I'm a pretty rigid person? <laughs> Maybe stiff in the back when I wake up. I like to see what God's going to do. I want to be like, and guess what? God will change the plan sometime. Really, I think he's got the same plan. We just change it. We start following this plan, right, man? But it's okay. God is still working in our life. But each morning, I want you to see that God's fresh with grace and mercy. Let's go here. Romans 8, 32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? God's not trying to keep good things from you. He's already gave his best thing for you. Jesus. That's the grace that we see. I'm going to tell you, all are going to be hearing grace all the way home. But he gave. Love gives. That's what it does. Not just for a few, but for all that will receive. How's your receiver today? Are you receiving what God has? Look at this. You're not just forgiven, but given a spiritual heart transplant. I read that the other day. I think Mac, Max Lucado wrote that down in one of our studies. I thought, isn't it the truth? I was just talking about that a little earlier. Somebody gave you a new heart. God's given us a new heart. He's given us a new attitude. He should, we should be walking in that. We should have the mind of Christ. But you know how we sharpen it up? We open up the word of God. We come to Bible study. We, we, we read his words each day. And we pray and we ask Holy Spirit to show us how we are to live. How we are to walk in these things. How we are supposed to get ready and deal with the things that are coming. I'm going to tell you what. It is about the craziest time that I've ever seen in the world in my life. How about y'all? Every birthday goes by, things get a little more crazy out there. Fake news. You want some real news? Get the good news. Ain't no fake news here. 
You can turn around and open that up. And I'm telling you what, I could look in probably 2 Timothy chapter 3 and y'all think I'm reading a CNN report. People be lovers of the self. All these different things like that. God knew what was coming down. God knows what's going on. God does not leave us or forsake us. Let's keep on going. Let's bring this on home here. Ezekiel 11.19 says, I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their hearts of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Man. You ever hardened your heart about something or someone? A situation, and you carry it on for another day, another week. Maybe you carry it on up to that person's deathbed or something like that. I have done many a funerals. That's not bragging, that's kind of depressing in a lot of ways. And I could tell you, sometimes I have this side of the family and that side of the family, and it breaks my heart. And then this side of the family come on in. I just want to tell you about such and such. And I want to, you know, I want you to know about this. this, this. I didn't really need to know that. I'm over here. Oh, oh. I just want you to know. I'm going, can't y'all just play nice? Can't you just let it go? God's given you a fresh heart. He's given you a fresh heart. Why don't you give somebody else a fresh heart? Well, you don't know what they did to me. I don't. And I don't minimize it but I will maximize the power of the cross of forgiveness. I will maximize that God blesses us and God wants to transform you. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. There should be things different. You know one of the biggest blessings I got the other day? One of my buddies coming here. He, had, he, hadn't, he hadn't been to the church in a while and different things like that. He's a good old boy. He put me to the side and said, hey, man, I got to talk to you. I said, what's up, man? I said, it's so good to see you. He says, i got to be honest. He said, that when they told me that wild man got saved, I said, you must have lost your mind. He's talking about me. <laughs> he said, man, when they told me you got saved, he said, I said, you, you guys are crazy. He said, but the Lord's working in your life. That's a testimony to God. I'm not elevating, buddy. I'm saying, guess what? If they can see a little glimmer of Jesus in my life, I call it good. And I pray that I could turn that flame up. They can see more of it and more of it and more of it. So they say, hey, I want to hang out with that guy because he knows somebody. You know somebody? I know Jesus. And I want to introduce you, introduce you to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Savior of the world, the one that took all my sin, all your sin, the sin of the world, and said, it is finished. Man, somebody ought to be screaming. He put a new heart in us, a new spirit. You don't have to do it by yourself. You don't have to do it alone. God said, I will work with you. I'll work in you. I'll work through you. But you know what? Boy, we like to just hold on. Dig them heels in. I don't want to be where I was. I don't want to be where I was. I don't like that guy. Guess what? He's dead. The old man is dead. Every now and then he try to reek up there. Get down, boy. I'm walking with Jesus. How about you? Sometimes you just got to turn around and say, get off me, devil. I'm going to keep on moving. Over and over, man, we see how much God loves us. Let's keep on moving here. Pick up some speed. Look at this. Grace indwells you and empowers you. Now, this is the thing about indwells. It just blows me away. It's amazing that he blesses us. He wants to walk with us. But it's crazy that he wants to love us and then dwell in us. That's pretty wild right there. God desires to live in you, to work through you to reach other people. Any room in the end? Are you going to let them in? We've denied Christ. We've told them we don't want them in the schools. We don't want them in, in this. We don't want them in that. We don't want them in this. We don't want them in that. All those things. Then we wonder what in the world is going on. But let me tell you, the grace of God is available for all that call on the name of Jesus. He wants to indwell us, and then he wants to empower us. Man, look at this. Paul puts it this way in Galatians 2.20. Y'all have heard this before, and I love it. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave, me, and gave himself for me. Man, right there. I ain't got nothing against tattoos. 
If I had one, it would probably look like a road map by now. My body changes. But I'm going to tell you what, if I was going to get one, that'd be it. Right there. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Man, when somebody sacrifices something for you, doesn't it do something to your heart? It should. If it doesn't, I'd, be, I'd, I'd think there'd be something going on there. I'm so thankful that God gave me something. Not only did he give me something, he gave me someone. He gave me Jesus. And I want to tell you what, I am not willing not to share that. I don't care where the opportunity is. I told you I shared Jesus with the Uber driver. I talked to, to uh, some folks the other night at the hospital, turned around, shared some Jesus. I said, what would keep you from asking the Lord in your heart? Nothing. What do it? What would keep you from the greatest gift ever? I'll tell you what would keep you from it. Pride. Selfishness. What does God say about pride? He says it goes for a stumble, don't it? Why would we be proud about anything? We know everything that we have really comes from God. That I could see because God gives me sight. That I could speak because God's given me a voice. That my heart's beating to, to I pray to the cadence of the, of the love that God has put in my life for people. I'm standing because God has raised me up this morning to share a message that could transform your life. It's transforming my life even more as I speak it. We laugh we carry on. We do. I never want to be disrespectful. I am so excited about what God's done for me. Man, I can't contain myself, man. I'm excited about that. And guess what? Even when things don't look good, I'm still excited about that. And some days it might look like this. Whew. But inside, God is still churning and working through the spirit that lives in us. Because I'm going to tell you, I know whose I am. Do you? Do you know whose you are? That should give you Courage and be courageous in all the things that God has for us. We're given a power that will transform our life to represent him in righteousness. Man, I'm going to pick up some speed here. We're given a power. So much more than just power. We have Holy Spirit in us. And he gives us what we need. He helps us to, to, to understand God's word. He helps us to forgive. He helps us to show grace. He helps us to show mercy. He helps us. Did I happen to say forgive? I know I said that. Did I happen to say forgive? 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 Are you forgiven? It's on the table. Have you received it? Man, I have seen in 21 years the most damaging things that I've seen in couples, individuals, everything else is this. That they have not received the forgiveness of God. It's there. And they take that unforgiveness and that non-forgiveness and they spill it out on their children and they spill it out in their relationships and they spill it out in their work and they wonder why things are the way they are. Don't be bitter. Be better. And we become better each day by trusting what God has shared in our life and given us. We have the power to overcome. We got any overcomers in here? I believe we do. We're empowered through grace and our unique gifts that he will enable us to do God-sized dreams. What dream is it that God put on your heart? You know, somebody, oh, I want this car and I want this house. No, no, I'm talking about the big picture. I can tell you this, that God will change your heart and start working in your life as we submit to him out of obedience. And he will show you Many of y'all know, I wanted to be a rock and roller, man. That was my mission. That was it. I played my guitar before I went to school. I played my guitar till I went to bed. My mom would come in there and take my guitar off me. I, was gonna, I knew I had to chop the wood. I knew I had to praise. If I was going to be the best, if I was going to do anything, I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to keep going, fighting, going. Boom, 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 boom. I love play, 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 play. You know what I like to do now? Share Jesus. If I get to use the guitar, I still love playing the guitar, but nothing like sharing Jesus. Because, you know what, I can play you a real cool song. You go, woo, that's nice. And it's not going to change your life. It's not going to forgive your sin. Nothing I can do can do that. But the one I can point you to can do all that and more. That's the thing. That's the story. That's the, the whole 
blessing of what's going on. Anybody doing good? I'm bringing it home now. Now, God's grace changes everything. As Jesus said, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Are we free indeed? Look at this. Have you ever received his grace? Have you ever received his mercy? That's the thing. As we look at this, are you free from your sin? And there's only one way. It's through God's grace and his mercy. It's only through that. Let me tell you what. As we look at the time we got together, and as we got some time to just think about our own lives, I, I pray that you take a minute and say, wow, God's grace and mercy is more than enough. God's grace and mercy extends it to you today. And as Tanya's playing a little bit, I want you guys to think about this. I want you to realize that God is for you. God is there for us. You say, buddy, I know this. You know what? You say, you just sound like you're just pounding at home and home. I am. I want you to know about God's forgiveness. You say, well, I, well, I know it. Do you? Do you walk in it every day? Because there's probably more room for us to grow in that. Do you realize that God himself indwells us? That he empowers us? That God is in the transforming business of what he wants us to become? Let's go back to that time thing we started out with. How are you using your time? How are you using each day that God's given you, put breath in your body to serve him? I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it down now. How are we doing it? How are we using what God's given us, the resources that God's given us, the talents that God's given us, the encouragement that God's given us to lift up the name of Jesus? We've been set free. You know one thing I think that we really need to get a good healthy dose of is the understanding of hell. See, because if you don't know what you've been saved from, you, it's hard for you to realize what you've been called to. Let me tell you, I don't know exactly how it's going to be note for note, but what I've read in the Bible, I don't want to go. I don't want anybody to go. Gnashing the teeth, burning, sick, smell, stench, terrible, nasty. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm trying to prepare everybody. You don't have to go. You don't have to go. Man, when I find out I don't have to go, I was on that path. How about you? I was leading the pack. Come on. Going in. But man, when I started to understand just how nasty, bad, stinking, terrible, and think about forever, all because I wouldn't listen, I wouldn't receive the grace of God, I want no parts of that. I don't want anybody to have any parts of that. You don't need to have any parts of that because Jesus made a way. Somebody give the Lord a hand. He made a way for us to be walking in the fullness of God. He's made a way that he's indwelled us. He's given us grace. He's turned around. He's empowered us. His grace changes everything. Everything. It changed from heaven to hell. It changed life to death. It changed freedom from, from, from being shackled to sin. Why is it that so many people that claim to be a Christian got to shovel them? It actually irritates me. How? I don't think, oh, I broke my toe, praise the Lord. I'm not saying that. Can't you find one good thing to say about the Lord? I don't know how, I can't stop with one. A matter of fact, I don't even know the words to speak of the greatness of God. When I think of the grace and the mercy and the love and the sacrifice that he's given each of us. Why would we not come boldly to the throne of grace? I'm taking a little bit more time here today because I want people to understand this. This is just not checking the box on Sundays and I know y'all don't do that. But so many people do. They go, yeah, I need to get back into it. I got to get in the groove. If you're married and you tell your wife, I just got to get back into it. You better get some ice because the frying pan's coming, baby. It's a relationship. And God offers it to you and you and you and you and you and you and me. Man, he set us free. Don't live shackled to your past. Don't live shackled to what people say about you. Don't live shackled to what you might even think about you. Connect to Christ at the cross and keep on living 
for Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, we love you. I praise you today, Lord. I pray that you just take this message and make so much more out of this than I could ever do. Touch the hearts, Lord. I pray that, that folks see this for what it is, that it is to glorify the name of Jesus. That it is to tell people about a place that nobody wants to go. I desire that nobody just, just turn from sin and turn to Christ. It's available. We talked about grace, grace, and more grace. Grace changes everything. Grace is God's undeserved, unmerited favor. The favor of God is before you. Receive it through a relationship with his dear son. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. I say that every week, but that's the truth. You don't change the truth. The truth changes you. It changes me. Let the truth of God's word today penetrate your heart. And if there's adjustments in your life that you need to make, I know there's always in mine. Take a minute and say, Lord, help me with these decisions. Help me with these actions. Help me with this attitude. Help me with it, whatever it is, Lord. I'm calling on the name of Jesus right now to pour over this place, to pour over those that are watching. Lord, to help us in those areas that we struggle with, in the weak areas of our life, in the attitudes of our life that are not Christ-like. Lord, help us to renew our minds in the Word of God so that you will release that power and that understanding of who we are and whose we are. And Father, if there's one here today that does not know you as Lord and Savior, I pray that today is the day they just come and say, Lord, I need you. Don't make it hard. He did the hard part. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I believe you're the son of God. Lord, I know I have transgressed. I've sinned against you. But today, I call out on the name of Jesus to save me. Friends, if you've never done that today, I pray that that's your prayer. If you're listening online, I don't care when this is, next week, 10 years from now, I pray that you shared. Somebody say, you know what? Today, I called on the name of Jesus. Because God changes everything through the grace of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, amen. amen. Friends, if you're listening today, I pray that the message uh, touched your heart and that you draw closer to the Lord and call on the name of Jesus. Amen.